the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the show. The, wrapping up another year here in 2016 and our show has been on now for over 10 years. One of Houston's most popular financial shows talking about savings investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy has always been to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And uh, we started the show off over a decade ago. The savings rate was about 0.5%. Now it's moving up in the 4 or 5% range. People are starting to save more money. I think people in the country get it. Now we're working on getting the government to save money. That's why we have Donald Trump in there. And I, I think that's a big deal. I think corporate America understands the importance of cost containment. Individuals understand the the importance of cost containment, but government for some reason doesn't, and and uh, that's why we we have a new president coming in, and uh, so it, we have a really a lot to talk about. This is kind of our year end show. Uh, what what happened during the year? Uh, what what to look out for the new year coming up? Uh, we're we're putting together our outlook now. We're going to be discussing that on the show today. Uh, kind of where things are going. The the year start 2016 started out really with uh, a huge one of the worst starts in the stock market in, in history, and it, it plunged, and then it's since recovered and and done reasonably well. Uh, interest rates have 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 moved around quite a bit, and and, and we've really seen a lot of uh, a lot of things happening out there overall with with this market. I mean, it's been a very it's been a volatile year. Uh, the interesting thing is, is the even though it's been a volatile year, really the uh, the the market hasn't. Yeah, you know, the volat the volatility itself, the VIX index, really it, it has dropped. And one of the biggest losers this year was VIX, which is volatility, which it's it's been very dampened. It's a very it's been a very strange, very controlled market this year, and. Uh, it's and I think that's that's starting to really change. It really is. We had this year. We had the the Brexit. I mean, this this year has been really a year of revolution in in many ways. If you look at the year started out as we said, a huge drop in the stock market. We had Brexit coming up. It's interesting. Everybody was assured that that there was no way the British were going to pull out of the U out of the EU. And I, I remember I was up uh, having dinner with some friends that night uh, when the results started coming in, and and then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, the 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 British passed Brexit. Nobody thought it was possible. And looking at that, 
what this what Brexit was is the British voted to pull out of the EU. They were tired of uh, two major things: the uncontrolled immigration and the government in Brussels, European Union, coming up with one rule after another, mandating how these people were going to live their lives. Sound familiar? And it wasn't supposed to pass. Everything said it wasn't going to pass. It, the, even they, the, the polling said it wasn't going to pass. The betting said it wasn't going to pass. And then, shockingly, uh, the it passed, and the British people voted to get out of the, e, the EU. And a couple things happened uh, to help that. Uh, it, it poured down rain in London uh, that day, and the that dampened the vote a little bit, but huge turnout in the rural areas. It was really city versus rural uh, the betting, a lot of people look at the betting because they figure if people are putting their money where their mouth is, it's a better call. They analyzed the betting afterwards, and the, and the betting was coming from a few very big bets were skewing the numbers. And I think what they were trying to do was to push the numbers because they thought it was maybe voting, so they were putting – and again, it, this reflects this manipulation that's going on and everything we see out there to give us a false impression was going on. That was a very important election uh the Brexit vote, hugely important. And, and what people, st- all of a sudden it became clear to, to people that this was a trend. It wasn't just Brexit. This started with the Arab Spring. It started all over the world where people are rejecting the idea that governments are lording over them, telling them what to do, pushing them down, and in, 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 in basically feathering their own nest everywhere in the world where we have an elite groups of people that think they want to run the country. In our Max Out Savings Report, in June or July of that year, uh, we wrote that Donald Trump was an American Brexit because we saw the trend, in in and we and we wrote about it and talked about it on, on the show. There was a, there was a trend happening out there. If you look, the United the election of Donald Trump was almost exactly Brexit. You, you had nobody thought Donald Trump could win. You had the media, the establishment, all pulling to stop Brexit for a no vote to Brexit. You had the media and the establishment all huge, unlike anything we've ever seen. I won't say in history, but clearly in the last 70, 80 years, uh, really, were the, the media and the establishment were completely against one candidate. I And... And people talk about the Russians' manipulation election. That's a complete, absolute joke. That the media went all in to try to manipulate the the, the election against Donald Trump and failed. Uh, and then they tried to blame it on the Russians. But the the in the same case, there was a rejection by working people out there that had to sit there and work for a living. Of it, it was the same thing. It was it was the establishment, the media against the people. In the Brexit, the established in the media against the working people in the United States, exactly the same thing, and and Donald Trump won, and 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 we it, it wasn't really a huge shock to us. We've been predicting it on the Max Out Saving Show. If you've been listening, we have a lot of listeners all over the country now listening to the Max Out Saving Show. And by the way, you can listen to us on podcasts. You can go uh, to ten seventy K N T H, and and. Uh, at the website and listen to us anywhere in in the world, but we and we have listeners everywhere now. But it wasn't a surprise to us, and we tried to explain why this was happening. We said this was a revolution. People rejecting the the political correctness. They were rejecting the idea that this establishment. It really was an East Coast, Washington to New York, Boston, 
kind of there's a really corridor of just uh, looking down on the American people. They, you know, claimed it was flyover country. The only time they went over to the United States was to go over to L.A. or San Francisco. And then they just genuinely looked down on the working people. And, and this is the problem. The working, you, when I say working people, something you must understand, I'm not talking about just the guy on the assembly line. I'm talking about the farmers. I'm talking about doctors. They, remember Obamacare, they took control, they took complete control of the medical establishment. They, I'm talking about lawyers. I'm talking about engineers. I'm talking about entrepreneurs. I'm talking about businessmen. Those were all the lower class people, those were all the people that you looked down on if you were in the establishment, if you were in the East Coast, if you went to to proper schools over there. And uh, and by the way, for, for us in Texas, uh, A&M was not the proper school, and even Texas most likely probably wasn't really the proper school. It, you know, it, 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 and so they were looking down on everybody in the country, and, and they were mandating rules and regulations that were costing the American people jobs, and it was a sound rejection. This is a revolution, and this is the reason for this quick talk here is this is a revolution that's happening in this country. We are moving back. We're rejecting the socialism. It, it really— uh, this, this political correctness that's run rampant it's a, really was a PC storm that led to the revolution in this country. Uh, an hysteria struck the country, and people rejected it very soundly. Uh, and the amazing thing, one of the more amazing things about it is, is that this was a complete shock to the establishment. You, you want to really understand how out of touch the establishment was. This was a complete shock to them. That this happened. They, they cannot believe what's happened. I mean, it's got to be the Russians. It's got to be the FBI. It has to be anybody but their policies and themselves, and which is remarkable. What, what they, they were so out of touch with reality there to this day. You, you can see Barack Obama's striking out, lashing out at people. They can't believe they lost. They, they didn't lose because of, <laughs> they lost because they were out of touch with the American. They were uh, that's being too nice. They were completely out of touch with the American people, it, it, and, and, and their policies were soundly rejected. It, it, and so now you have a change coming up. You're going to have free market system. You're going to have lower taxes. You're going to have companies instead of – look what Donald Trump is doing with, with big corporations. Instead of congratulating them on the fact that they that they cut – they cut costs another three or four percent. Closed a few factories. Bought back a bunch of stock in their in their their their, their earnings per per share are up seven percent. Instead of congratulating those companies, Donald Trump is going. What are, where are the jobs? Where did you create jobs? He doesn't want to hear about their earnings are up seven percent and they got a bonus in 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 the CEO suite. He wants to hear about how many jobs they got. This is a fundamental shift. The whole Barack Obama administration worked hand in glove with the Federal Reserve to push up asset prices, which allowed them to, to come in and, and regulate and basically hyper-regulate every aspect of the economy. They did it to coal industry. They put them out of business. They were going to do it to the oil industry. They took over the medical industry. They took over the coal industry. They, 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 they moved into alternative energy industries and controlled it. They were going to go after every single industry in the country. Uh, uh, Dodd and Frank was taking over the financial sector, and then they were going to move in with the, with the fiduciary rule to take over the complete financial sector in the management of all assets in the country. Every sector of the economy was going to be controlled by the 
government. This is a sound rejection of it. This is a, a move back to free market ideas, to, to democracy, free market, and a, a competitive system that we've uh, always had in this country. And this is exciting. The people are excited, and you're going to see great changes. And we're going to talk about that after this quick break. you got a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. We're just, look, kind of a long-winded discourse on really how we got to where we are with Donald Trump right now and what we're looking forward going forward. And uh, I, I, you've seen the market recover about eight or, or about nine percent off the bottom. Because remember, uh, the night of the election, the market was down eight hundred points. It completely collapsed on the Donald Trump win, and by the next day, there was pandemonium to get back into the market because people realized who Donald Trump really was. Uh, I think he's he, he's very free market oriented, and, and we're going to see that. Uh, look, what I've always believed in this whole time is the market collapsed in, in 2008 and, and long we were around we were, the show was on then we were warning people that there was going to be a collapse in 2007. We warned the investment banks were going to fail. We laid out the case on this show in 2007, a year before Lehman brothers failed. We laid out the case why Lehman brothers was going to fail on this show. And I remember feeling almost sick, like, uh Oh, I'm probably not going to even be allowed on the air the next 
next week because I, I, I made this these thing. And we were very correct. Uh, I, I, very few people in this country predicted what we did, uh, the failures of, of these of these system. And and we laid it out in the Max Out Savings Report. And by the way, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, it's a free report we send out once a, once a month. Uh, we, our new one's coming out Monday. Well, well not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, our outlook for the new year. Uh, a lot of exciting things are going to be in it. Uh, it's, it's a great report. It's a free report. How to save money. How to build up wealth. Uh, how, to, how to invest in your 401k. Our outlooks. Uh, always, sometimes we're we're dead on as accurate as anyone in the markets, and sometimes we're off a little bit. But but we put a lot of good stuff in there to try to help you out. Just go to maxoutsavings.com and sign up for the free report. And if you need some help with your retirement, if you're uh, retiring, have an IRA rollover, that's what we do at manage it at Max Out Savings Advisors. But the the world. If you really look at it, it, is is dramatically changing out there right now. I I I I I, I think. If you look at the last eight years, I really believe that the final drop down and kind of collapse, if, if you look at the collapse in the markets, it really started happening when when people thought it was in October of 2008. Well, that's when Barack Obama, it was kind of clear Barack Obama might win. That's when things started really falling apart and they kept getting worse and worse. And it culminated in a situation where the call went to the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve sat around in a meeting and they basically decided this. The, the Treasury Secretary in, 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 in early 2009, the financial system is going to collapse probably within the next two days, wiping out the entire banking system in the United States of America unless we do something. We're going to inject several trillion dollars into the system. We're going to backstop all the banks. We're going to lend eight trillion dollars and create eight trillion dollars in dollars to ship over to Europe to stabilize the system. Yeah, that's right. Eight to $10 trillion, you heard correctly, in the form of currency swaps to try to stabilize Europe and to try to stabilize the financial system, which was on the edge of collapse, which have wiped out everybody's savings in the United States of America. And, and part of that was some was a financial system, what we pointed out was built on leverage and credit, and we, we pointed out that the investment banks were vastly over-leveraged and they were going to lose the, their access to capital and they were going to collapse, exactly as we predicted. But the, one of the things I think is not well understood by a lot of people out there is one of the things that possibly made this situation worse was a radical, young radical president with no experience, no history was about to come into power and people panicked. And I don't think, and I think 20 years from now, they're going to start looking at that and start understanding that. Right now, no one is willing was willing to look at that. To this day, they're still not willing to look at it. And the reason I bring this up to you is what's happened since Donald Trump Trump has been elected. All of a sudden, money's pouring into the market. Do you realize that in the last month and a half, well, it's closing out on two months, more money has come into one and a half times the amount of money that went in all of last year into ETFs has gone into the market, into ETFs in the last two months. So in two months, we put in one and a half times more of than all the money put in in 2015. That is tremendous amount of optimism coming into the market. People are excited. Business people are excited. Investors are excited. They have a reason to believe. They have hope, again, that, that things can get better in the United States of America. And, and so people are putting their money where their mouth is. Corp, corporations are now standing up. I noticed that Donald Trump tweeted out Sprint was going to put back 5,000 jobs. 
Now, why is he doing that? Now, a cynic would say, well, Donald Trump's trying to make himself look good. But that's not why he's doing it. Donald Trump knows if he sits there and signals, oh, Sprint is moving 5,000 jobs back into the United States. This is great. He's sending a signal to all the CEOs out there what he's expecting from them. He's not expecting them to be hauling jobs out of here. He's expecting them to be bringing them back. And, and so this is exciting. People are getting excited. There's optimism. People have hope. People looking for jobs thinking, hey, I might get a job. Some people that have given up hope are going to start going, maybe I can try to find a job somewhere. And this is how an economy gets going. People, business people go, well, maybe I'll hire an extra person. I, you know, it, it's looking better for us. They might cut taxes and regulation. Uh, maybe we look. We're having problems. The factory's kind of losing money. If they'll cut some regulations, cut our tax rates elsewhere, you know, in, in, in Donald Trump, we don't want to upset the president. Let's keep the factory open. If, if if they cut some more regulation, maybe, hey, why don't we put some more, put another production line in the factory? That's how economies, free market economies work. And so the, these animal spirits that, that, that people start getting excited and wanted to do something is going to push a bigger growth rate in the United States. We could see a 4% growth rate. That is very important. The United States in the past has been called the, 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 the locomotive that pulls the, the world economy along. It, it, typically, when the world's stuck in a recession, it's the United States that pulls it out because our economy is so big and so powerful and people get optimistic and they start spending. I think we're looking at that case right now, and that's very exciting. Remember, it's a triad that Donald Trump is looking at here to do it. It's One of them is, is going to be lower taxes. He's going to cut taxes, reduce corporate taxes, force people to bring more money back in. He's going to cut regulations as well and, and, and encourage businesses to come back in. And then he's going to try to do some fiscal spending as well to try to get the economy going. And this regulation, if you can cut regulation, if you encourage companies to come back, look, over the, over the last eight years, and quite frankly, in all fairness, it's been probably the last 20 years, corporations, U.S. corporations have been rewarded in the United States for, for closing down factories and moving jobs overseas. And taking on leverage, buying back stock, but closing down factories, shutting down R&D, and, and, and basically eliminating jobs. That's been the reward. Look, when, when executives in corporate America go to – I'm surprised most MBA programs, that their number one focus shouldn't be accounting and uh, finance. It should be how to fire workers, how to cut jobs. That's what they've been doing for the last 20 years. And, and this has been a huge drain on the American – working people in on the middle class in this country. It's been shifted over to places like China and Mexico. That's starting to change. That's very bullish for your investments. That's what I want you to understand. Now, look, I think you could see some 3 4% growth rate. I think uh, making the United States a platform for global manufacturing is an exciting thing, which is what Donald Trump is going to do. You know, where companies want to come here, they want to put factories in, they want to hire workers, and that's not been happening. But th that's a lot of great stuff coming up, but there's going to be some problems coming in. Uh, what you're going to see happen is a couple things. The interest rates are starting to go up. The Federal Reserve raised rates a couple weeks ago. The number one correlation in the last eight years to stock market performance has been the Fed Reserve quantitative easing programs. That's it. It's been all money pouring into the Federal Reserve, flooding the system with money, pushing up asset prices. 
that's starting to change for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, the zero interest rate policy where we took interest rates to zero. We talked about in the show. In June or July of this year, we had the lowest rates in the 10-year bond in the history of the United States of America. 200, what, 235 years, something like that. Never lower rates. The Federal Reserve pushed them down and said, look, guys, we've got this. Let the Federal Reserve handle it. Get out of the way. We can act as a kind of like a central planning committee, like a centrally planned economy. Let the Federal Reserve set plan the economy. We can manipulate asset prices, and that's going to create a comedy. Zero interest rate policy put forth by the Federal Reserve in, since 2008 has been abject failure to the United States of America. It's cost us millions of jobs. It's cost us the worst growth of economy uh, it, since the 1930s. Barack Obama is the first president in the United States history that didn't have a, a year with over 3% growth rate. And so the Federal Reserve zero interest rate policy has now become discredited by, by academic, many academics. A, a large number of business and investment people are fed up with that. So they're going to have to start taking rates up, which means that could be somewhat of a negative on, on the economy. Uh, number two, uh, corporations are going to be encouraged to sit there and hire people, to open factories, to quit outsourcing jobs overseas to put in new factories, increase R&D. What are you doing for us? What are you doing for the American people? That's, that's the mantra. Remember Carrier. Donald Trump made a special, a special trip to that factory and Carrier talking about the CEO of United Technologies and how he's going to keep the factory here, and he was so excited. He, he, he's made a special case highlighting the guys at Sprint bringing back jobs. He's, he's, he's setting the bar. He goes, look, guys, we want jobs. And so... That's great. That means these companies are going to grow for the long term. They're going to start investing for the long term in the United States. But that means the corporations can no longer do short-term cost-cutting, layoffs, shutting down factories and stock buyback programs to goose earnings per share, pushing up stock prices. Okay, So that's another. And in the last year, I think we, uh, we've we had one of the biggest in 2015, one of the biggest in uh number of stock buyback programs in history and it's dropped about 15 to 20 percent this year and it's going to drop more that's another so less stock buyback programs more spending on capital equipment jobs raises research and development that's going to slow down some earnings growth a little bit so now that's going to now donald trump goes he's he said look that's what i want to see happening but he goes i'm going to give you lower taxes and i'm going to give you less regulations you're going to have a better deal here but that's going to i don't think you're going to see earnings accelerate as much as people think because of that in 2017 now i think the big problem in 2017 is going to be china and long-time listeners of the max out saving show know that we've been pretty big critics of china on the show i we talked about the chinese pollution endlessly we talked about the taking of jobs we we've talked about the the cyber espionage and and what they've done is is the chinese government has been very shrewd they want to grow china they want to make it strong for the china, and they want jobs for the chinese people very admirable ideas but the problem is, is they've been using every trick in the book to steal jobs, steal technology, and build up China. And the United States has done almost zero to try to stop it. And uh, let, me, let me give you give you an example here. 
Chinese, okay, this week Barack Obama came up and put sanctions on the Russians, kicked a bunch of Russian diplomats out of the country because the Russians had the audacity, supposedly, to release emails showing Donner Brazil taking debate questions uh, uh, from the CNN debate and giving them to Hillary Clinton ahead of time, basically cheating on the debate. And, 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 And so since the Russians had the audacity to embarrass the Democrats with their dirty laundry, he launched an attack on, on the Russians. Okay, for, cy- for cyber hacking. All right? Let's take a look at China. Uh, Chinese military weapons stolen from the United States Okay, through hacking. They arrested a man in 2011 for shipping over 250,000 documents stolen from Boeing and Rockwell. They took copies of the C C seventeen Globemaster in China. It's now called the C the the Y twenty. They copied it. F thirty five. This is what's known as a fourth generation fighter. This was supposed to last us twenty to thirty. Give us at least a decade edge, a decade to tw- ten to twenty year edge on the Russians and the Chinese were in invisible planes, uh, stealth planes. They stole the technology. The F-35 in China is almost an exact copy. It's called the J-31. The F-22 fighter, stealth fighter, they have the J-20, again, a copy. The J-31 is almost an exact copy. They took the blueprints and copied them. They stole all the technology. Uh, Have you ever heard of the Hummer, the Humvee? Well, we have the D-Fing EQ-2050 Brave Soldier, an exact copy again. Uh, what about the Predator aircraft uh, that we have? Well, strangely enough, the Chinese have another exact copy, but they made the the uh, tail fin instead of upward down or downward, they made it upward, and they call it the Pterodactyl. The point is, the Chinese have been hacking, cy- engaged in cyber espionage, and stealing technology, and making exact copies of our fighter planes and bombers, exact copies, uh, and other military equipment, and the administration has done exactly nothing about it. And no one is willing to stand up to the Chinese. They have stolen technology-created factories in China. They they have forced American companies, if Apple wants to do business and sell their Apple products in China, then Apple has to make all the Apple iPhones in China. And the problem is, is that someone is going to have to stand up to the Chinese people. If there's a war with China, we will not have... The capacity to supply techno- technological chips and equipment to our military because they're all being made in China. That has to stop. It's a national security issue. We're losing millions of jobs, including 70,000 factories taken to China, which means our American people don't have jobs. So someone, any way you look at so we've heard from, from the establishment Republicans, from the Democrats, and, fr- and, and from uh Many in Washington telling us that I can't believe Donald Trump wants to stop free trade. Nobody can look at what China does at all and think we have any type of free trade whatsoever. So the reason for this, again, it's making a little bringing out, but I want you to understand the number one thing this year, the toughest danger we have is going to be a real confrontation with China. We're going to have to stand up to China. We're going to have to say, look, we're not tolerating your hacking anymore. You're, we're not tolerating your cyber espionage. We're not tolerating you stealing technology. We're not tolerating your tariffs, your hidden taxes, your bureaucratic maneuvers to keep American goods out of your company and then and then push 
Chinese goods in this country. We're get, it, right now we have a $350 billion trade deficit with China. $350 billion. We're going to have to stand up to the Chinese. And the reason is, in the next 20 years, many factories around the world, where it's all going to be converted to robotics. The Chinese are making millions of robotics. They're putting in robot to make robotic factories. If we don't stop them now, they're going to control manufacturing for the next century in China because it's built on stolen technology and unfair trade practices. We have to stop them. With robotics, your your labor costs are lower. That gives us an edge, the stable demand, the stable the stable manufacturing base of the United States and the rule of law gives us an edge. We have to put that edge to our advantage to create jobs in the United States. That's going to cause friction with China. They're going to try to stand to us. That's going to be the story of 2017. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We have a lot of uh, a lot of ideas on how to save money, how to build up wealth, uh, we ha- what to look out for the market, 
uh, savings tips, all types of great stuff is on there. It's a free report. We're going to have our outlook for 2017. If you're not on the list, we're going to put it out there. Uh, back in 2007, a decade ago, we wrote about how the investment banks were going to fail. Very controversial. That was actually, I think, October, November of 2017, way before even anyone even thought it was possible. Uh, the it's uh it, you know, so just go to the website maxoutsavings.com it's m a x o u t savings.com uh, look we talked a little early in the show about china uh, about russia and how the the obama administration and the press is all you know vladimir putin slyly convinced the american people to vote for donald trump i mean the, it, it, and, and the, the russians are hacking here they're threatening a power plant there why is that happening it, two things they're trying to make the russians the excuse that that, that they they illegitimately put donald trump in the white house and so they're trying to discredit the president which is really un-american to do that but the other reason is the democrats in the establishment want to take your eye off of China, and they want you to be looking at Russia. And for all the hacking Russians done, the it's nothing. They're they're pikers, they're lightweights compared to China. But they they don't want you looking at China. China, I just if I I think if people really dug down, they would find that China has pays a lot of money to lobbyists and to influence makers in in Washington to try to keep the eye on Russia, keep the eye everywhere except on China, taking jobs, polluting the atmosphere, stealing our technology, stealing our military systems, and threatening the world. And and they've done a very good job of it. So, but now we need the jobs. And and, and so Donald Trump, if you notice, is trying to downplay the Russia, the deal. Well, look, we're going to sit down with Vladimir afterwards. We're not going to do anything. I wouldn't have done that. He's trying to lay the ground. I think Kissinger's trying to work with Russia as well. You know, we've been, I think I've mentioned it on the show, I think Kissinger's really been a lot of the brains behind uh, some of Trump's foreign policy in, in many ways. I, I really think he was the guy that probably kept Romney out of there. Uh, and and so because I think we have to start looking at China. And so we're going to have to stand up to China. If you look at the long bond, it's gone from, I want to say about 1.8, uh, 1.6, I forgot what, to about 2.5 since the election. I think that might, now people are looking for more inflation. Uh, the But also, I think that is Chinese selling. I think there's a lot of selling. And one of the ways China can express its displeasure is not buying American bonds. Now, that used to be, years ago, it used to be a big concern uh, because if the Chinese were to sell all our bonds, interest rates would go sky high and wreck the country. Well, it's not the case anymore because we all now know the Federal Reserve can just step in and buy all the bonds if they want. And uh, nothing stopped them up until now. So... I think it takes some pressure off us and allows us to stand up to the Chinese. So you're going to see the Chinese know they have to stand up to Donald Trump. And this is going to cause some crises after the first of the year. The Republic, the Democrats are going to go wild in Congress attacking Donald Trump. And you're going to see a lot of, of pushing and back and forth in here. So, so look, I think between the, the more expenses at corporations between the, uh, the Chinese pushback in between the Federal Reserve in here t- starting to tighten finally, that's going to cause some type of correction in here. Maybe the market waits till the new year 
Uh, wait, so the, the inauguration to sell down. Uh, it, it, when Ronald Reagan came in, it looked great. The market went up into April, and then all of a sudden April hit, and the market dropped 20%. So we're going to see a pretty big correction in here somewhere because it's not blue sky forever. And change is often difficult. It's never easy. And we have big change coming up. The The other big theme for 2017 is going to be change. So what, if you've got any question or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070, by the way. I think you're going to see a lot of changes come up. I, if you look at, if you sit down and honestly look at what what the government's done in the last 20 years, at least, oh, 50, at least 15 years, not much has changed in the United States except Obamacare. And the, we, we, well, the uh, Dodd Frank and, and a lot of regulation, but besides that, we've not solved many of our problems at all. And, and that's that's become a big problem for us. There's huge problems with with regulation, with taxes, with the tax code, with China, with Social Security, with Medicare, Medicaid. All these systems out there have got to be redone, worked on, out of controlled spending. Our, our, we've had trillion dollar deficits. This year, our deficit will be about five hundred billion dollars. We're overspending. We're borrowing money. We're from our future. We're borrowing from the future for now. And But nothing has changed except that really Obamacare. Now you're going to see people getting together and making massive change. We're entering a change phase, and that's going to be kind of rough for a lot of people is this change phase. It, and this is what I under, want you to understand. This is like a revolution with Donald Trump, and you're going to see a lot of changes. The good news is he's putting a lot of really good guys in there into all these positions, and, and, and that to me is is very exciting. He, he, Rex Tillerson is state. Uh, he's, he's got uh, a billionaire, uh, uh, Wilbur Ross, in there in commerce. He's got uh, Jeff Sessions in uh, in, in the uh, – Justice Department, it goes on and on. He's got a great guy at EPA, the uh, the Attorney General from Oklahoma. Uh, Rick Perry's going to be head of energy. So these guys are can-do people that are going to want to see big changes, and that's going to help out the United States. And so I think that's very exciting. And so you're seeing a lot of trend. They're going to sit there. Remember, the trade-off for corporate America is going to be you're going to have to create more jobs, but we're going to give you lower taxes and lower regulation. And, and 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 so I think that's very exciting, uh, and, and so this is what we're going to see now. We're going to see some changes. Looking this year, the S and P was up about nine percent. If you look at the the bonds, government bonds were down for the year. Uh, high yield bonds were up some just because they were in such bad shape the year before. Uh, many markets around the world were about even. If you look at a lot of the global Dow indexes, they were even on the year, and and, and so this really. Uh, this really was uh, was what we saw. I mean, really, it's a very mixed market. Many emerging markets were down, and so I think I think we're going to see uh, all the money's poured into the United States. That's going to continue for now, and then we're going to see some shifts. Hey, let's take a call from Bob. Hello, Bob. Bob. Bob, you there? Okay, we're working on. It. Be patient, Bob. We got it, Bob. Tell what. Put him on hold. Wait, Bob, you there? Yes, this is Bob. Go ahead. Okay, great. You had a question for us. Yes, I have a about 10 acres uh, outside of Houston, and uh, I, I got a waterproof container. I've got about 550 grand in it. 
and it's been there since, well, Obama got elected the second time. I figured that was a pretty safe place for it. Uh, and I, uh, now that we have Donald Trump at the helm, I, I think it might be a, a bit, someplace else to put it. But to put it in, a, in the bank seems pretty, well, they're, they're about the second biggest crooks in town. I, I don't know if I trust them. Oh, you have some other suggestions. Well, okay, yeah, so you have about $550,000, right? Correct. Okay. Look, right now, the here's the deal. In 2007, we said the banks were in big trouble because they're over-leveraged. Since then, the United States has done more to clean up the ba- their banking system than, than anything out, out there. And, and our banks are insured here, so I, th- I believe right now our banks are in pretty good shape. They've reduced the leverage tremendously in that whole sector. So I, I think you probably can put it in the bank. It should be safe for now. I if you get inflation, you want to own land or stocks in the future. And, and so, you know, maybe you could you could pick up some and put in some different different areas with that. Uh, that that's that would be the best answer I could give you over time. If you want income, stocks will be a little better. I wouldn't put it in long term bonds because I think you're going to have a danger of inflation in the future. Would, would you put it in a safety deposit box in a bank? Uh, you're talking about cash or, or what? What is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cash. Yeah, you can do – look, here's the problem with cash <clears throat> is if you look what happened in India. Are you familiar what happened in India last Somewhat. month? Okay, they came in and called all the bills back in. And and look, we have a lot of friends, uh, uh, clients, they keep money in, in, in a big – some big money in, in, in safes and in different safe deposit. You've got to be somewhat cognizant of the fact that that money can get called in on you. And, and they'll give you new money. And the reason they do that is they're trying to get a hold of where everybody's money is to try to stop illegal money, they claim. Uh, so if you want to do something, you want to own part of it in, in either gold or silver and then part of it in cash. Because that, that money could be called in. And by the way, Australia is calling in some big bills as well, which means you've got to take your, your money out of the safety deposit box and deposit it at the bank, and they'll give you new bills. They're likely to do it in the United States because our, our currency right now is way too easy to counterfeit. They're going to have to come up with a new new currency. They, they, they could call in the $100 bills and say they're worth Fifty dollars now. Well, what you mean? no. What they'll do is they'll call them in and say, "Look, we have a new do- a new hundred dollar bill. We want everybody to put their hundred dollar bills in the bank, and then you can get hundred dollar bills from there in the future." Oh, you get new new hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, five hundred thousand is not a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but it's not. So I don't think that would be an issue, would it? No, no, but, you know, the the problem is is if they try to do something else with it or put a tax on cash or something, you don't know. Okay, I'm interested, I think. Yeah, look, in the 1930s, this is something important for people to understand. In the 1930s, they called in all the gold. The reason they called the gold in was because it was all in coins. They can't call that in, but they can call the dollars in this time. So, so, uh, look, look. It's not a bad idea. I'd keep some of it in the bank. I'd keep some cash in a safety deposit box, and I'd keep some gold or silver in the safety deposit box. Do you trust the bankers not to tool for your safety deposit box when you're not there? Do you trust them? Uh, yes. Now, if some crisis starts coming up and looming like a really big crisis, then maybe you take it out. But we're not there yet. 
you'll you'll see yeah. you'll know it when when you'll start seeing when you start when you start getting worried then you want to go in and get it out okay so i understand is it uh, what if i put it in three or four different banks yeah Therefore, you can do it. It, yeah that'll it, work that'll work if it was a loss it wouldn't be a total loss. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the biggest danger you got is they decide to change the currencies, and they do something then. Oh, I see. Yeah. But don't well, worry about there. putting cash in the bank for now. But, hey, I've got to go, Bob. I've got to finish up the show here. You're doing a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. By, by, by the way, a couple things coming up is, th- for the for 2017's coming up, we got the new IRA rules coming up. Uh, there are no changes, actually. It's, it's uh, $5,500 in your IRA and your Roth. Uh, 6500 if you're over 50 years old. No change for 2017. In your 401k, <clears throat> if you haven't changed up to your new numbers, you can put away 18000 and uh, 24000 if you're over 50. So the, the rules haven't changed. If you haven't reset your, your savings rates, get in there and do it now. It's the start of the new year. You should do a minimum of 10% plus the company match. So no problems there, but make sure starting out the new year. Uh, look, for the new year, I'm wondering how many people aren't selling stocks right now because the tax because they think the tax rate might be cut next year. You could see some selling right after the first of the year. We'll have to wait and see on that. I think it's we the market's had a pretty big run in here. It's been mostly financials. I'd be a little cautious in here right now. Uh, I'm very bullish for the US economy for 2017, but the stock market you're going to see a lot of volatility coming up. In a lot of changes, the world. When you see this much change happen, you get a tremendous amount of volatility, and that's going to be the big things for 2007. Now, remember, uh, remember our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. We're going to write about this. We're going to write for our outlook in the Max Out Savings Report. Our outlook. Uh, coming up here for 2017. If you're not on the list, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help with your retirement, your IRA rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. I hope everyone has a great weekend and happy new year and have a wonderful uh, New Year's Eve tonight and be careful. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.